welcome to Coffee Catch-Ups with me, Tanya Wiley. And me, Amelia Beaumont. Uh, Coffee Catch-Ups is a podcast about being in your 20s and being a Christian and the challenges and the issues that kind of comes with that. So just to be clear, we are not theologians or preachers or anything. We are just people who love Jesus. And hopefully this will be a little bit of fun and a little bit of wisdom in the mix there. Um, so thank you for joining us. So, hey, Amelia, how are you doing? Hey, Tanya, I'm really well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I've had an insanely busy few weeks, but I am, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay, so this week we're going to be talking about um, parents. And we call, we call this one Changing the Sphere um, because we want to talk a little bit about what it is to go from being in your teens, a child, to being an adult and how the relationship with your parents changes as you go into adulthood. Um, so I'm really passionate about this one because actually looking out there, there's quite a lot of um, quite a lot of articles and podcasts about how to parent and how to breach the gap from teenage years into adulthood, how to let go of your children, as it were. Um, but there's not a great deal out there for people for, for the children in that transition of teenager to adult. So this is quite exciting. I'm excited. So yeah, so Amelia, what is, what's kind of the relationship with your parents like? I am very blessed to have a good relationship with my parents. Um, I currently live with them. Um, so it's a really good thing that I have a good relationship with them. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, they're so great. Um, that I'm so grateful that they're both Christians. Um, they have brought me up as a Christian um so that's wonderful um it has the relationship has changed slightly since mm-hmm. I came back from university so obviously kind of moved out for uni um was living with housemates etc um and now I have moved back in and I don't know when I'm going to be able to move out again mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's good they they've actually been very gracious um in this time yeah and uh yeah they, they give me as much independence as I think they can yeah. Um, because they kind of get that I've had independence and I'm coming back to not much independence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, generally, generally pretty good. How about you? Yeah, absolutely similar. I mean, I, I, I'm so blessed to have, um, and actually uh, we can we disclaimer this with actually uh, a praise to God that, that I have a good family, like, and I come from a um, parents still together, like you, Amelia, um and and actually what a blessing that is and so first and foremost I just want to say a massive thank you to God for for that and and what a blessing that is and I'm well aware that people listening are gonna there's gonna be lots of people from different walks of family life with different family challenges um and so I think it's worth sort of saying that we fully acknowledge there's going to be a lot of different stories here and we hope that we'll be able to you'll be able to relate to at least some of what we're kind of talking about um, my family, lovely, lovely family. Um, I have, I don't live at home at the moment, but um, I have done. I've been, I did the whole coming back from, from drama school and living with them for a bit. And when I'm working in Devon, which I do frequently, um, I, I live with my family. So um, it brings particular challenges when you live with them as an adult and actually makes this area of how do I navigate this new relationship um, quite prominent especially when you live live with your parents uh yes so I think one of the things the question is because in the bible um there's definite moments where it's it's quite clear that we have to obey 
our parents. Like um, in Ephesians 6, I think it is Ephesians 6, 1. Um, yes, it is. Ephesians 6, 1 it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and mother. Um, so that's quite clear. We have a, obey, obey our parents. Yes. So, yes. Do we, do we, like, do we have to obey our parents? Like as an adult, do we still, is that still a relevant scripture? Yeah, it's such an interesting one, isn't it? It's such a hard one because, you know, I am, I am my parents' child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so from that definition, it says children obey your parents. It's pretty clear. There's no kind of getting around that, is there? Um, but yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I'm now 24. I'm an adult. I have my own income. I have, you know, my own space as much as I can, in, you know, living with them. Um, I have my own friends, I have my own life. Um, you know, I've got a I've got a master's degree for goodness sake. So why, you know, Ooh, why sneaky little slip that one in, Amelia. Why not? I've got a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows how clever you are. <laughs> it's not supposed to be a flex. Oh dear. <laughs> Carry on. I stopped you mid-flow. <laughs> you know, I have I do have my own life um and my own things, etc. Um so yeah like does I don't know it's does does that stop that doesn't does it not um I think there's definitely something to be said for living in your parents house um and that being very different to not living in your parents house so my sister for example um she's a couple years younger than me she moved out a little while ago um and it's sort of you know her career is is doing quite well um which is great you know she's got her own lovely little house down in Cornwall um and so for her, she's not in my parents' house mm. and she has full independence. Yeah. Um, whereas for me, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm still, I'm working and my career is fine, but also like, I'm still, I'm still living in their house. I'm still under their rules. Um, so I think at least from that extent, actually, it's really important to respect, you know, the fact that you are in somebody else's house. I think, you know, if you were, for example, if you were a lodger staying in with, you know, with someone else who owned that house with, with your landlord or whatever, um, there's an element there, isn't there, where you sort of, okay, I'm a lodger, I'm paying rent, so I have right, but also I'm in their house. I do, to an extent, I do need to respect their rules. So I think there is a lot to be said for that. Um, but in terms of, I don't know, obeying instructions sort of... Mm-hmm maybe doing chores when you're asked to, um, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know, but is, I don't, do you think there's space to, to sort of do that differently to how we would when we were younger? It's such a, it's a complicated one. Isn't it? It's a complicated one, isn't it? Because, you know, you've got something in the Bible, which is clear, obey your, obey your father and mother and the Lord. And, and then, then right after on that sentence in Ephesians, um, six one is honor honor your father and mother and there's so much like the bible is dripping in the word honor when it comes to human relations um and i think i think you're right actually there's something about acknowledging the fact that you're in somebody's house and honoring that and and obeying and definite moments where you can obey and if you said clear your shoes up what you why shoes in the middle of the hall kind of clear them up Uh, of course (laughs) you should of course you should it's just it's respectful isn't it um but i i have to say i think that that as you become an adult, it it's changes. It changes from obe- obedience 
for the sake of obedience and it comes about honoring um how do you honor your father and mother um how and and that's how do you honor them in if you're living with them and how do you honor them if you if you if you don't live with them um and and for me i think that's the kind of crux of it is actually how do i i might honor my parents but i'm not necessarily going to obey them um because as you become particularly as a as a christian um you know we become an adult um and if you're a Christian and you know God, your guidance comes from and your obedience comes first and foremost to God. Um, so it's kind of like navigating that, which can be tricky. Um, and, and, you know, I could very easily just sort of say, oh, yeah, just honor your parents, um, obey, obey what God says and blah, 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 sorted. But actually, the, the reason why it's a really tricky relationship is because you were once the child, like to your parents, you're, you know, you're their baby. They knew you and, and they, they have served you like your whole life. They have wiped your ass. They have cleaned up your sick, probably dealt with more tantrums. Well, I'm talking about my parents now dealt with more tantrums than I care to remember. Like I'm, I was an excellent tantrumer as a child and still am as an adult. So, um, well done, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> um, and so, so it must be weird to then have this fully fledged kind of adult living in your house. That's a that's a weird um, dynamic, and to for the parent. So I think when we're dealing with our parents, because it can be frustrating when you don't get the independence that you want, and um, I'm trying to get a fly out of my Um it can be really frustrating when you don't get the independence that you want. And I think one of the first things I have to remind myself is to bear with my parents a little bit because I was, I was their, their baby, but equally you, when there's that, there's that verse, I can't remember it's things in Corinthians. Um, yeah. Corinthians 13. That is when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. And when I became a man or woman, um, I put the ways of childhood behind me. So, you know, we are called in scripture to put the ways of childhood behind us. Mm. Um, so that's quite challenging. How do you put the ways of childhood behind you when you live with your parents? Question to you, Amelia. Yeah, you know, I think, I think part of that is, um, you know, how you navigate your own relationship with God. Um, because I think as you spend more time with God, as you kind of really kind of push into him and, and um, spend time in his presence, um, he grows you as a person. So you not only mature kind of physically um, and, and mentally, but actually spiritually as well. Um, and obviously that happens at different rates for different people. Um, but you know, I think, I think putting the ways of childhood behind you, um, that is, that's, yeah, it's not just a physical thing. Um, and I, I think one of those things, one of those things is partly just literally just seeing what, how God sort of leads you, yeah. um, can be really important, but in terms of kind of practically, um, I think there is a lot to be said for, you know, um, looking at it as serving your brother and sister in Christ or brother or sister 
um this is a point you brought up I can't take credit for this but I, I'm just <laughs> well, you're stealing my point that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> no. um but you know actually because we've grown up um in Christian households obviously like you said it's different for everybody you know we really want to appreciate that not everybody has an easy relationship with their parents not everybody um has Christian parents not every parents are together um but just sort of from from my sort of perspective actually looking at your parents as brother and sister in Christ who you are called to honor regardless yeah um actually is really important so actually when I'm asked to do the dishes um you know it might be inconvenient for me but because I'm in their house and under their rules actually I'm, I'm going to do that anyway because that's yeah. that's honoring to them uh to do that yeah you're absolutely spot on I think it's, yeah. it's really important to acknowledge that actually um and, and uh, I think many people sometimes I speak to people and they're like oh my mom's my best friend and I think that's lovely and that's wonderful um but as we become an adult they're your friend or your peer they become in a weird kind of way or your brother and sister in Christ you're absolutely spot on and for different people it will be in a different their relationship will be in a different place um and I, yeah, I think fully honoring that is really good, but it's also, it's okay to not have your parents be your best buddies um, or your, you don't have to confide everything in your parents. And, and that's kind of where the Holy Spirit as your guide, as, as somebody who is, who is um, uh, an adult, who has made the decision to follow Jesus as an adult, who is um, growing spiritually with with God and with the Holy Spirit, that's when discernment really comes into play here, where you decide what sphere your parents are in. And I'm going to explain my point here because I kind of titled the the episode "Changing the Spheres," um, because when you're little and you're a child, your parents are your first port of call for everything. Um, they you you confide in them, you cry at them, or scream at them. In my case. <laughs> Um, and, and as you grow older I'm, I was a great child um, as, you, as you grow older that's still because you you see them every day unless you're a boarder um, or unless your parents live in different houses but you see them frequently and, and they are you confide in your parents they are and but as you become an adult you have to then navigate this kind of weird world where they become in a different sphere and actually I've been on a, a really interesting journey with this about what what I choose to say and confide with my parents and and what I don't and that's not an insult to them as individuals because they're great human beings um, and there's a lot of wisdom to be gained and actually you know parents regardless of um, how much they may be struggling with technology and mobile phones they still have wisdom to be gained and we should you know we are called to respect elders in our in our church community with the for the wisdom that they have so parents still still do have wisdom um but uh I've gone on a tangent now about technology. I'm just imagining my dad trying to send a text. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> trying to download an app. Oh, he's great. He's class. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so it's interesting what you decide what sphere your parents are in. And they can change, but like you would with anybody, who are, the, who are your people closest to you? Because Jesus has two or three people who he has at his closest sphere. And then he has, so that's two of the disciples at like Peter, um, and then he has 
the other disciples are still close friends and then he has kind of more of that sort of community but not as close and, and then there's sort of acquaintances and however you divvy up your spheres that's life you have people that are close to you that you confide in anything um and then you have people that aren't as close and you've got to decide which one your parents are in and there's nothing wrong with whatever sphere that they end up with providing that's a decision prayerfully made um and that's also you know that's not set in stone if you see what i mean mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really wise point, actually. And it's it's important to recognise that things things do change. Um, you know, you, you do a lot of growing, um, again, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and actually, it's OK to not put your parents in the same sphere that they were before. Mm. Um, and it's it's hard for some people because, you know, so I, I hate change in general. <laughs> um, I, I don't cope with it very well. Um, like you know but once once the change has happened it's fine but as long as I can get into like a new routine quickly I'm okay <laughs> in terms of um just kind of what I tell my mum and what I don't um I, at points I've been like wait why didn't I tell my mum this um <laughs> or you know I just kind of step back and I question it um which has been really interesting and I've been like oh wait no like I should I feel like I should like because you know I, I always have done um mm. not so much now probably more when I was kind of a an older teenager um and being like oh wait I I should tell my mum this because if she finds out um and that finds out that I haven't told her she'll be angry not that I've done anything particularly wrong um and uh I think it was actually really interesting when my sister uh got her first long-term boyfriend um, and just noticing the shift as well between, you know, he was her first part of port of call um, mm. instead of us as a family, which is completely fine. Like I'm not, I'm not slating her for that at all. Mm. Um, you know, because that that happens when you get yeah. into a relationship. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of what I mean. Like actually, oh, this is new, this is strange, but it is okay. Like you know you you have to you, you come to the point sometimes of making those decisions yeah um and sometimes you know it's it's good not to not to tell your parents certain things or not to tell them first um depending on the relationship you have with them yeah etc um and I, I don't really know where I'm going with that, Does that no, but I think you're you're spot on it's changing and actually it's first really important to acknowledge that change is a good thing within your parental child relationship but yeah, so, but it's, it's challenging. Um, and what are the sort of challenges that you come up with within your family that uh, are different to when you were a teenager or a child? What are some of the challenges? That's a good question. Um, I mean, thankfully we don't have a huge amount of conflict um, between us, um, but something I've particularly noticed now that I have become an adult um, that were kind of different to when I was a teenager, um, I think partially just kind of um, the way that I look at situations has become a lot more nuanced. Um, so my dad, for example, is not a very nuanced person. He sees things in very kind of black and white terms. Um, mm -hmm. Sorry, to disclaimer, when we're saying all of this, we're really trying to say, like, we're not trying to dishonor our parents in the way that we say this. We both oh, have to no. clarify no. to you guys that we really do want to be respectful to our parents and everything we say so all of this is coming from a place of respect and love um yeah um but yeah I I struggle with the fact that my dad is a very black and white person but that struggle has become a lot more kind of um 
uh, prominent since I have come back from university um, because actually it you know uni kind of obviously shaped my worldview um, in a lot of ways not that I took on you know the entire worldview of everybody around me um, but you know it does shape you because you you meet a lot of different people from all over the world I mean Exeter is a very international university um, so literally met people from all over the place and uh, yeah it, it does shape the way you the way you view things and I have become a lot more mm. kind of nuanced and um, and I I hope balanced in in my worldview um, whilst also hopefully not compromising on mm. uh, on the gospel um, whereas you know my dad is in in sort of his middle age um, and you know he's he's had a lot more life experience than me um and he has his he has his views and he doesn't uh he doesn't necessarily compromise on those views um and so that's been that's definitely been a point of struggle I think mm -hmm. um because we do we do clash occasionally on that but and also we have very similar personalities um <laughs> like so I you know um that does that does cause some conflict yeah um, of course which, which, is, which is it's so natural um as mm. much as it can be quite unpleasant um it's so so natural um I do get a lot of you know the way I think um and and all of that for my dad yeah. um similar kind of aptitudes as well um both quite driven I think um and I again recognize that there are points where I can just be very black and white about things and I look back and I'm like wait <laughs> hang on a second um i think you're right though i think that that is a can can be huge because as you as you're grown, grown up an adult you 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 develop your own way of thinking your own views on life and and every generation has a different kind of cultural thing that they are surrounded by so this particularly you notice it in language there's certain things that you can't say that you used to be able to say and quite a lot of the older generations still say things that they can't say now um, <laughs> <laughs> and you end up sort of going no you can't say that and, and so there is an element that we have to be careful of as young people um as young adults is um because you know you can learn stuff and you can learn stuff spiritually intellectually emotionally intelligently like you you learn things about life that you think gosh I didn't learn this from my parents I know something that they don't know and and that can be it sounds arrogant that's the danger with it but could also be very true so there's a things in my family um how we actually talk about emotions it's not something that we really do um and I've been on a real journey from my personal testimony about how you actually how do we do conflict <laughs> with acknowledging how people are feeling and how do we talk about our emotions and let stuff out in the open rather than be passive aggressive I love my family but this is something that we don't do particularly well is talk about how we're feeling um it's all very we just crack on we, we, we're doers we crack on which is a fantastic trait to have but it comes with its own issues so as you learn as I as I've learned as an adult how to how kind of particularly um in my sort of education about mental health through my own walk but also through 
being interested and wanting to learn I picked up stuff that my family just don't know and it, and I'm like oh, I really would love to install this within my family unit um and so you come in and you're like hey guys I know something you don't know but in like hopefully in a more loving way than what I just said um and try and come in with that and I and and that is big um to have to to, to maybe you see something could be spiritual and you think actually no I think I think this is this is an ungodly habit or particularly if anyone's listening whose parents aren't Christian and you want to try and hopefully install a little bit of 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 God within the family unit or uh you know some holy habits and that, that rolled off the tongue nicely um <laughs> and and that's that's a one that's a really it's a really big and brave thing to do. Um, Amelia, do you think that is right that you come in and you try and go as an adult? Now I'd love to just try and alter some things. Is, is that right? Or should we just go and I'm just going to obey. I just honor, I just leave you to your thing. What do you think? Yeah, I think there's definitely a balance to be struck. Um, so, you know, actually kind of there, I think there's definitely kind of a middle ground where you can enter the conversation and sort of say, hey, I, I would really like to chat about this. Um, you know, so for example, if there's like um, certain languages being used that you find unhelpful for a struggle you're having, whether that's with mental health or whether that's with food or, you know, whatever it is, um, I think there is a, there's definitely uh, a place for coming in and saying, hey, I'm not finding this easy. What, how would you feel about changing the way that we talk about this mm. um not approaching it from like a ah, scared like you know yeah. please don't hurt me i'm trying to say this right um and also you know so respecting at, at the same time as trying to 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 put new stuff in um if that makes any sense um i'm not sure like so you know sort of coming alongside them and saying hey i recognize that you are older than me you've had more life experience than me um and and also that you are a human being as opposed to someone who is just there to you know clean up after me or whatever yeah I think you've hit the nail on the head um, Amelia with what you're saying and actually a, a verse comes to mind when you were, when you were speaking it's um I think it's in Peter actually, I just find it's in um it's about um those who are younger be subject to your elders clothe yourself in humility towards one another um because he talks about god um he opposes pr pride and but um gives grace to the humble so so actually you know if there is a place where the holy spirit is calling us to to actually step into that into the family that you are a part of and really be a light like actually anybody who is a christian within a family if you're in a family whether whether or not they are christian you have something to offer you are a, a blessing, a light, a, a bit of the Holy Spirit walks within you. So there will be moments because family life is up and down where you, the adult who knows Jesus and walks with the Holy Spirit has to, to step up to the, to the mark and, and bless and serve and challenge and do conflict and do all of the things that to do with life. But there's, you know, you're a team, you're a family unit. So there's gonna be moments where you're, you're feeling up to the, to the um, the challenge and other people are feeling weak and you step in and and that's kind of that's healthy that's that's a healthy family unit but do it with humility so if you're going to challenge challenge with humility because challenges and conflict is part of family life and I actually encourage you especially if you are 
the only Christian in your family to really shine that light with with humility um so I've just got it up it is 1 Peter 5 verse 5 those of you, so likewise you who are younger be subject to the elders clothe your clothe yourselves all of you with humility toward one another for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble yeah, so good thank you so much for sharing that that was a really great verse mm, that was your um, point I just jumped on it with a verse no no I love it I love it I mean <laughs> I made your point earlier so it's okay you know it's it's such a challenge within our, I think our culture today really sort of talks about the older generation in quite disrespectful terms yeah um you know there's there's a real you know there's age wars going on um which I think is such a sad thing and I won't go off on a tangent about it um but as much as there are things that the older generation can learn from us, it's so important to recognise that we as the younger generation can learn a lot from them as well, um, because they have the life experience uh, and yeah. some people, you know, some people don't have great life experience. Some people are, you know, kind of come out of their um, sort of younger years into their kind of middle aged um, period with with some real issues because we are broken people yeah um we as human beings are broken people and actually i think it's really important to recognize that our parents are not perfect mm. um and you know because they are human beings um as are we um but yeah just kind of recognizing that actually there is a lot we can learn from them um mm. they, they do have the life experience to share and let them share that with you yeah um and, and see what you can take on um, I do say that with an awareness that some people have abusive families yeah. um, that yeah. in itself is a whole different um, whole different thing um, but in that situation I really encourage you to just pray for them um, mm. and you know not necessarily you don't have to dive right in and back into that family situation um, if that's not healthy um, but you know in the end you are one of the best placed people to pray for your parents mm-hmm. um whether that is a situation that is really difficult or if it's a situation where it's really not um yeah. you know even in christian households parents still need prayer thank you amelia so, that was so amazing um that just like hit home i was like actually yeah they have they your parents have so much to offer um those of you who may be listening who have abusive families or don't have a family um a blood family uh, relations you know, if you're a christian you're part of a bigger family um so you are there is nobody that is without home or place um with you are within the christian family the church family um which is which is just incredible and, and actually we also should bless one another pray for one another um listen and honor one another within the church family just as you would within your relational family um but one of the things that like sticks in my mind that was was an absolute revelation when I was a a uni student uh going back because you did that weird thing at uni where you're like partly at home and partly away most of the time you're away and then you come home and you just launch back into family life but one of one of the the pastor at my church when when I was um, at uni uh, was praying for uh, the uni students before they went home for Christmas or whenever one of the holidays and just said like Father God I just pray that that the students may be a blessing to the families that they go back to and it was just a light bulb moment when oh how can I bless my parents how can I bless my family 
like ask God, how, how, how do you want me? So, so if you don't live at home and you're, you're going away, uh, you're going, you're going back home for a weekend or, a, or for Christmas or for however long to visit your family or your family coming to visit you, how can you bless them? Uh, I was speaking to a friend the other day that for the first time he was like, um, his family came up to visit him. Um, and, uh, he, when they went out for dinner and his family were like, Oh, we'll get this, we'll get this. And he just went, no, I'm going to get this for you for the first time ever. He paid for all of his family to have dinner because it's an adult, wow. you know, he was on salary. He could afford to do that. Like leaving the ways a child behind him and becoming a man um, of, of God and just blessing them. So how can you go home and bless your parents? Um, I guess my challenge to anybody listening is how are you going to bless your family this week, regardless of if, and if anybody that doesn't have a family, how, how, who is it in your sphere that's close that you can bless? Mm, love mm-hmm. that that's a great challenge thank you so much for sharing mm-hmm. that and also I really really like that um what you brought up about actually you know not everybody has a family um not everyone is in contact with their family yeah. um for various reasons um w- whatever those are but actually we are uh that we are as the body of Christ we are family mm-hmm. um that's that's such a good point and I actually really want to kind of kind of jump on that and say you know um if you are struggling um with family life um whatever that looks like yeah that is what the church is supposed to be we are supposed to be family um please do lean back on that whatever your whatever your situation is if you have christians around you if you don't get some christians around you um you know email us coffee catch-ups podcast at gmail.com um like get some family around you um, and really into that um, because it's so important to have that that fellowship as as the family of life. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Let's go to the recommendation section. So, guys, welcome to the recommendation section for this week. Tanya, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are we recommending this week? We are recommending bands. Hence, why I'm like moving and jigging. I'm ready. Love that little groove. Little groove. Nice. Which band are you recommending us this week? I am recommending you a brilliant band called Fat Freddy's Drop. Uh, it's a great name. It's a, it's a great That's such a great name. I love Thank that you. so much. Thank you. Um, they are a New Zealand band. Um, and I really like that album, Bays. So B-A-Y-S. Um, it's quite like a sort of postmodern vibes. So if you like a mixture of styles within your music, not like you don't get bored with Fat Freddy's. They're really kind of like cool vibe, but fun. And like, I quite often have them like at a party, chill, chill party vibes is what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, it's great. It's not, it's not for everyone because it's postmodern, but, but it's great. Listen. Yeah. Fantastic. What about you? What would you recommend? And I really love Bears Den. They're so good. Mm. Have, you, have you listened to them? Yeah, I've listened to a couple of theirs. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It's just really like, it's relaxed, it's earthy, but also kind of like, like they have some upbeat ones that are just- They're quite really rocky, kind of like, aren't they? They're rocky influenced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but also like a bit of kind of like indie sort of influence as well, mm. which I quite like. Um, yeah like quite acoustic generally while we're talking about bands and 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 music actually this week amelia you was it this week or last week i can't remember but you sent me as just the one song 
um and it's was uh, yeah. like this so this week I, I was I was feeling I've been on tour this week and I was there was a point where I I literally rang you and me and I was like I'm so tired and I'm so done I just feel mm. so weak and pathetic um and uh, many other issues going on because you know so dramatic um and you just sent me an uh, absolute banger as rent collective coming out fighting and for anybody that feels like their past is weighing them down or they just feel a bit weak um listen to this song i put it on first thing in the morning because i just got the message right through in the morning and i was like oh, yes put it on at like 6 a.m in the morning at this glamping place where we were like staying um for the on tour and I was like banging out this tune. It's such an anthem and it's such a like just a, I think a, a, a battle cry um, for, for God. So if you're looking for a good Christian song, that is my main recommendation for this week. Guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, it's been, yeah, it's always a real joy doing this. Um, we really love it. Um, follow us on social media. Do get in contact if you have any feedback, any topics you want to listen to um, or just if you want to say hi um, we would love to hear from you um so yeah feel free to email us coffeecatchupspodcast at gmail.com or find us on instagram and twitter coffee underscore catchups or coffee catchups podcast on facebook we will put the links below well thank you amelia and thank you for listening bye 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 <laughs>